Hello, I'm Jason, and I live in Florida. I'm passionate about domain names, software testing, website development, and generally all things in the tech space. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the different types of top-level domains. I'm going to give you tips on which TLDs domain investors should buy and the ones they should avoid. Today's episode is brought to you by my friends at SiteGround. If you're looking for a new web hosting company, SiteGround offers some great benefits. Things I like about them is that they have free and easy SSL encryption, easy WordPress setup on new websites, free email with your domain, just to name a few. I've been using SiteGround for a few of my websites and highly recommend their services. On the side, sometimes I build websites for some customers and use SiteGround for my customers. If you're using hosting, check out SiteGround.com. Use my affiliate link at SiteGround.com forward slash go forward slash Jason of Florida. And that link will be in the show notes. Let's jump right in to segment one. In segment one, I want to talk about the different types of top level domains. But first, I want to talk about, I want to define uh, a registry versus a registrar. So a registry is an organization uh, designated by ICANN uh, to manage uh, top-level domains. Uh, For example, Public Interest Registry manages the .org TLD. Um, So a registrar... Uh, kind of contrary to that, is an organization designated by the registry to resale names uh, on the given TLD. For example, GoDaddy and uh, Names.com, to name just two. Uh, I did write an article about uh, how I talked about how the DNS system works, and I also reviewed... uh, the five types of TLDs, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. But the first type is the most uh, kind of well-known. That's your uh, generic TLD or your little g TLD. That includes the big ones, .com, .org, .net, .gov, .mil, .edu. Uh, But it also includes all the new uh, g TLDs like .web and .online and so on and so forth. Uh, secondly, you have your country code TLDs, uh, two of the kind of well-known ones that are hot in the startup business right now is .io and .co. Uh, country code TLD is abbreviated by CCTLD. Uh, next, we have our uh, internationalized CCTLD or IDN. CCTLDs, uh, those are like .co.uk or .com.au. Then you have your uh, almost uh, few people, you know, unless you're in the space, you don't know about it. Those are your reserve, uh, what they call, quote-unquote, infrastructure TLDs. An example of that is .arpa, and in that article, I actually talk about .arpa, uh, which was uh when in the early days of the internet, .arpa was actually the first TLD, uh, and that became a reserved infrastructure TLD later. And then the last type is your historical TLDs. Those are the ones that no longer exist or no longer available. Uh, 
uh, such as .yu for former, former Soviet bloc country Yugoslavia. What your favorite? Favorite small vehicle, if you remember, I'm called a Yugo. All right. So uh, each TLD, like I mentioned, is governed by the registry, which sets rules for each TLD. For today, in fact, I learned that uh, if you buy from a website with a .ca domain in the U.S., uh, then you don't have to pay sales tax on it. Now, I didn't do research to that. It was actually just something I read on Twitter. I think it was posted uh, by someone I trust. But uh, if you find out that's not true, let me know. Um, it does sound a bit sketchy. But .ca, for example, so each registry kind of have rules. They can uh, designate who can buy them and under what standards anybody can use a website or email in the domain. The .ca CA domain, Canada, you must be a resident of Canada, for example. Or one of my very favorite TLDs, which is really not uh, used to the maximum, right? It's .cat. And that says, it's quote, It was created for individuals and companies wanting to shine a spotlight on the Catalan culture and language. All right, so that would be uh, Catalan is a area in oh now I forget I want to say Spain it might be Portugal or maybe it's both I don't recall uh, but basically uh, you can't just have a cool .cat domain which is sad because I really like cats. All right, so uh, all of that in saying. Before you register a new TLD, you really need to do some research on it, become familiar with the rules of the registry that governs the TLD. It's pretty simple. You just Google the TLD and, you know, registry, and then find the appropriate registry. Look what the rules are, and uh, buyer beware. In segment two, I want to jump into which of the new T, new GT or I didn't specify, but new TLDs should domain investors buy. Um, so there's really two types uh, that are kind of hot right now. The first one is country codes. Uh, these are uh, operated outside of the United States. Um, the CCDLD is often uh, the primary TLD. Uh, great examples of these are .de and uh, .ca um, and .ca actually so I found my source I think it was Bob Hawks at a, at a great domain I think he mentioned that the sales tax or maybe someone uh, quote tweeted him on that so country code TLDs I know that uh, for example the, the uh, organization that operates the registry that operates .de was at NamesCon in Austin, um, and they're a uh, had some interesting views. I'm not going to dig into that right now. The second type of uh, TLDs that domain investors should consider buying are the ones that are really hot in the startup industry right now, and those are typically your 
hey, the .com is taken, so what other extensions that are cool can I buy this domain in? And those are your .co for Columbia, .io for Indian Ocean, and .ai for Anguilla. Did I pronounce that right? Anyways, so .ai is often used for folks think artificial intelligence. Uh, when I went to a uh, convention for uh, DevOps East in Orlando earlier this, or I guess this last year now, then there was a company called Pinkline.ai who promised AI technologies. Um, I'm not going to go into that right now. Um, but anyways, .co, .io, .ai. Those are the, the hot ones in the domain investing industry. I think domain investors, uh, for the most part, agree that you can make money on .co's. Uh, you can make money uh, potentially on .ios and maybe on a lesser stance in .ai. And in just a bit, I'll talk about what uh, criteria you should look for uh, when uh, buying from these new GTLDs or country code TLDs. All right. So hot TLDs for the future. I actually listened to a great podcast um, by Alvin Brown. Met him also in Austin where he interviewed Morgan Linton. And Morgan was high on the .ggtlds. He felt like uh, that was going to be the next kind of the startup uh, guys. .gg is big in the gaming world and in the world of esports. Um, I think him and I definitely had a little chuckle to myself when Morgan mentioned that uh, when he called the eSport players athletes, which I thought was interesting. But I'll put a link to that podcast in my show notes. It was a great podcast, and you really should listen to it. And Alvin, and, and speaking of Alvin's uh, podcast, the next podcast far following that was an interview with Peter, uh, this is off memory, and I apologize if I mispronounce it, but I think it's Peter Agnew. Man, that podcast was fire. Really listen to that guy. So Alvin has a couple good podcasts. I think the interview with Morgan Linton, uh, you couldn't hear Alvin a great deal. Uh, he had some, you know, mic issues or something, but you'd hear Morgan pretty well. So as long as you're in a quiet spot, you should be able to hear uh, the best parts of that. All right. So now hot TLDs for the future. Dot GG, according to Morgan Linton. Um, Dot .gg, he said in the podcast that um, when you play someone online in a game, then basically what you say after the game is kind of like instead of a, uh, you know slapping each other's hands and saying good game, then you just type gg in the chat window. And in fact, he mentioned um, a couple prominent uh, companies that had began with .gg. TLDs. All right. So now I'm going to move on to kind of just my opinion. And I want to talk about just my opinion just for a minute. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, uh, but these are some niche TLDs that I like. And I'll tell you why I like them. The first, uh, in no particular order. So the first I'm going to talk about are the geo uh, TLDs. Uh, these are, you know, cities in the U.S., and I'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, but, you know, dot .Boston, dot, dot .New York, dot .Miami, dot .LA. Uh, and I'm sure there's more than that. 
But to me, in my mind, as .com runs out of quote-unquote real estate, then those are going to be huge in the future for local businesses and possibly some government entities and organizations. Um, it's all about real estate. So if you operate a local business, you know whether it be a pub or a you know carpet cleaning business, whatever it is, and you want that top, you want a great domain name that is specific to a location, then I think those GOTLDs in the future uh, will definitely be big. Um, so that's all i got to say about that. Dot club. Um, so in my mind, there are many, pro, uh, many great uses for dot club, whether that's um, uh, homeowner associations, that's you know golf clubs, tennis clubs, cricket clubs, on and on and on. Like there's all kinds of private and public clubs. I think it's very uh, clear to the end user what a dot club is, right? Um, and I think that the folks that run run it, they were at, they were in Austin at uh, NamesCon, and I, I think that they're doing things the right way. So I think dot club. Now in terms of an investment, I know the dot club is a a premium TLD it does cost, I want to say about a hundred bucks a year, depending on the quality. So it is a bit pricey for domestic, uh, domain investors. Um, but, uh, this is just my opinion. And I think these are some TLDs that are going to do well in the future. All right. Next one, a dot tech. Now I don't think this is necessarily, and I, I guess I should have qualified this from the beginning. These aren't really, things that you may make money on right away. Uh, these are just TLDs that I think will catch on with end users um, and have some success at some point in the future. So .tech, I think that'll be great specifically for tech-only companies. Uh, maybe they don't have non-tech end users. Um, so I think .tech there. Uh, the next one, I think that... Uh, for international companies, dot uh, global, right? I know that dot global. You know what that is right now when you say it. It's a, a global organization. Uh, an example of that is Namescon dot global. They're really trying to brand themselves as a global entity, and that TLD definitely does that. And this one probably won't be popular, but I'm going to say dot org. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the reason I say that is that there's been a lot of, with the recent shakeup of public interest registry, there's been a lot of backlash and negativism. I will say this. There is going to be a consequence of the shakeup with public interest, interest registry and .org. No doubt about that. But here's the deal. The market certainly could go down. And it's right now... Um, it could go down, but keep in mind, it's already a little brother dot com. Um, so in my mind, from an investment standpoint, I think this has big upside because there, you can only go up with it. There's, you know, I guess it could slide down, but in my mind, I think with the shakeup of dot org, I think it definitely has some um, potential for uh, growth in unexpected ways. Uh, so keep your eye on that.
Now, I want to just go into a little bit where I talk about the different types of TLDs and just give you some final kind of thoughts on it. And you'll have to let me know if this sounds crazy. But I've often thought that any TLD that operates primarily out of the U.S., uh, I don't think that'll be moneymaker for a long time. You know, the bottom line is, is that the largest portion of consumers really uh, live end users that are consumers that buy things, that click on advertisements. Those folks are in the U.S. Yeah, there are some uh, TLDs that are going to work, that are working now. Um, but I think that new ones that operate primarily out of the U.S., I would not invest in those. Just an opinion. All right. Next thing I want to say about these new GTLDs. Um, only buy ones that are one-word dictionary words. Sure, two words, those are going to catch on, right, if you're in it for the longer haul. But if you're looking for value immediately, if you want to flip them as soon as possible, you want to get the best words available, one-word dictionary words. Those are going to have the highest value quicker. And with the new TLDs, I want to mention that there's going to be some luck in this. Listen, it's not my generation that's going to dictate how this, how the new TLDs are used. That's going to be generation Z. It's going to be the next generation or, um, you know, my children's generation, perhaps grandchildren's uh, generation. So, um, no doubt in my mind, just by a matter of just by a factor of real estate, there's only so many dot coms. There are certainly going to be some new TLDs that catch on in some capacity. We don't know what that is. We can speculate. But in 20 years and 25 years, we don't know what those are going to be. So in think about this. In 1995, if, you've could, if you could have registered some dot coms, think about that. And then think about that opportunity right now, it exists for you right now. So I think there is a lot of potential in the new, uh, new TLDs, but also I, you know, give you a great deal of caution to say that there are going to be some TLDs you potentially, maybe you're just throwing away your money on them, right? Or for all that we know, Maybe all those can be thrown away. We just, we're not sure. There are some, you know, domain investors that speculate. Um, you know, Rick Schwartz is a big one who thinks, hey, you're dot .com or you're dot .nothing. Right? And that's not true. All right. Well, did I say that's not true? I think it's not true. That's just my opinion. All right. Segment three. I want to tell you about new TLDs to avoid. And to me, this is a no-brainer. So, if there's a plural and a singular of a TLD, for example, there's two, T there's two TLDs. There's .auto, like automobile, and there's .autos. To me, both of those seem like trash. No one will ever be able to tell the difference between them. Just my opinion. Any Okay, another one to avoid. Any TLD with special requirements, like you must live in a certain country, 
unless you already live in that country, do not buy that TLD. Or where you must be a certain entity, like uh, .bank requires you to provide that you are an actual bank. So if you're not a bank, don't buy .bank TLD. So be sure to do your research that I mentioned. All right, some other TLDs to avoid. And this one might um, hurt some feelings. Excuse me, the first time, first one, and maybe this is a no-brainer, but it's really the second two that I think are the ones you really should avoid and uh, may be controversial. First one is .biz, right? <laughs> uh, I, I remember when it came out, there was some uh, buzz about it, no pun, pun intended. Come on, man, .biz. Don't buy that. Next one, .info. All right, and we're kind of going up from less controversial to more controversial. .info, I see a lot of those, right? Now, there is a certain circumstance, I think, and I'll talk about in a minute, where I could foresee an instance in the future where the Internet is kind of uh, broken into categories where .info is helpful or used. I just don't think it will be. .info, avoid it. And the last one, this one's going to be the most controversial dot tv <laughs> listen i know there's some buzz around dot tv um i think uh rick schwartz made uh bought some you know has some personal stuff going on with the dot tv domain um but listen in a generation's time or less people won't even know what broadcast television is the use of quote-unquote cable tv is declining worldwide the industry is being redefined and it seems to me like it's on the way out. In 30 years, if you say .tv, no one's going to know what you're talking about. Just like if you say .cassette player right now. Don't buy a .tv. That's my opinion. And so I want to jump into... Uh, I, I wasn't explicit. But I want to talk about maybe how you can make sense of what the future of the internet is going to look like. So right now, a big problem, the biggest problem on the internet is security. Is the website I'm on secure? Is the website I'm on the actual website of the company? Is this email I'm receiving from the company or is it spam? And how can I tell? And I think that is only going to be a bigger problem. And I can see a future where uh, top-level domains are locked down for quote-unquote verified companies like .bank. So think about if you knew as an end user for sure, if you went to, for example, you know, bankofamerica.bank, you would know that's a valid their valid website, as opposed to bankofamerica.someothertld. If .bank could uh, really market itself to banks, and people grew, um, had a sense of, whoa, what was that? Had a sense of security that this was a verified bank, then I think that is where the internet could be going to really give you users a secure sound. Hey, this is a safe place to transact money. And think about that. 
So think about transactions. And this is the speculation part. So any place where users may pay for things or donate money or want verified sources. And a couple of those that come to mind are .church, right? So if you go to, you know, First Baptist Church of, you know, Milwaukee.com, maybe that's their website. But if there was a verified TLD like .church, there is a .church, but imagine it being a verified type TLD where users know this is a 501c3. I think that's appropriate bank non or I'm sorry, church nonprofit. Uh, but this is a nonprofit charity, right? Imagine a situation .church .charity. I don't think .charity is a TLD, but it potentially could be and will be soon. Another one is dot .press. So right now, um, the biggest issue with um, news is, is it real or is it fake news? So imagine where your entities that are verified news organizations are dot .press or, for that matter, dot .news and dot .science. And so I think anything where you, uh, where there's a transactional type situation where you're paying for services, donating money, or you're uh, reading about news or things that are important that should be validated and verified, I think those are good situations in the future where you might see verified businesses on these TLDs. And I think brandable TLDs will be on the rise. Such as dot Google, dot Walmart. Right now, I think dot Google exists. Um, but imagine these big entities. You know, whether you're the National Basketball Association, and you could buy dot NBA, and then you could, each of your team could have a dot NBA uh, TLD. That's verification. That's security. Now, I want to throw this out there. What if? So Microsoft, you know, is a huge, like, company, right? One of the biggest in the world. And right now we have this entire TLD that is slightly used and not transworth, not, not trustworthy, I would say. Imagine, and, and Microsoft has this, you know, they're the, you know, to developers, they're .NET. So imagine if they bought the .NET TLD. Then everything.net, Microsoft.net, um, Office.net, all of those, what if they transition all their websites to .net and they own that TLD? The entire TLD. And that's certainly for a corporation these sizes of, you know, Google, Walmart, Microsoft, Amazon. Owning the TLD, not a big deal. All right. So I definitely see that growing. So where does that leave us? In a future where security and verification are important, where does that leave domain investors? Well, I still think that .com will remain strong for many, many years. And, um, you know, the answer is I'm not sure. You know, that's, that's where we're all at. Inevitably, you know, Google is not going to run everything. Walmart's not going to run everything. Amazon's not, not going to run everything. Hopefully, 
There's always going to be smaller companies. There's always going to be the new Googles, the new Walmarts. And they they got to start out somewhere, man. And they're not going to be able to fork over a couple hundred thousand dollars to start a, a registry or to buy a TLD. Not going to be able to do it. Right? So I think there's still value in the current TLDs uh, with dot com being the current the current one you know big guy and then there's some right behind in the near term which may be dot dot co dot io dot ai and so on so with that i want to talk about a concern i have about the cctlds and a <laughs> if i'm being uh, crazy let me know because I haven't read about this, and I haven't heard anyone talk about it. But listen, information, information is what the next wars are going to be about, right? Um, CC, since CCTLDs are um, affiliated with countries, couldn't the countries where the CCTLDs change the rules? Imagine a future where, you know, the U.S. sends you know, the Navy SEALs into Colombia. Could Colombia revoke access to .co TLDs for all American companies? I think the answer is yes, given the right circumstances. So if you're a company, if you're a startup, and you're looking at these .c or these CCTLDs, think about that for a moment. And that's certainly something to give us pause as domain investors. And I want to read a quote. Um, it basically says, uh, it's from Mike Hannon. It says, the quote, the proposed sponsoring organization is constituted in Columbia. So this is about .co. The proposed administrative contact is understood to be a resident in Columbia. Significant operations will be conducted in the country and the registry data will be locally escrowed and recoverable within Columbia. So all your data, your company, all your data is going to be locally stored and recoverable in the country of Columbia. So imagine you're Microsoft and you have your OneDrive, you know, on a .co domain, you know, for instance, this is all theoretical, but it's OneDrive.co. And you and I have all of our pictures and documents and resumes and tax information, whatever people upload to to um, those sorts of cloud document things. Then, essentially, isn't that available to the folks that run that TLD? It's stored in their country on some servers in their country. So keep that in mind. It's the equivalent to me in my mind of Americans living abroad. It's great. You want to go live in Costa Rica? Fantastic. But you know what? When the local militia take over your little township or a tsunami hits, guess what? Honey, you're not you're not in uh you know Alabama anymore. You're in another country. And while, you know, the great the the folks that, that help lead the greatest country in the world will certainly do their best to help you out for a moment, for a little while, you'll be on your own. So that's something I think that all startups, that all domain investors should keep in mind. And if I'm wrong about that, if I'm uh, being a bit uh, critical or 
Uh, maybe that's even ludicrous to you. But if you think so, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Lastly, today I want to talk about a new domain. I'm pretty excited about this one. I hadn't registered it. Um, something on Twitter kind of um, gave me the idea to do it. And I thought, wonder if that's a domain available. And I saw that it was, and I bought it. So it's giantpencils.com. Hey, man, listen. Anymore, when I buy a domain name, I think, would I start that as a business? Sure. When I think about giantpencils.com, man, that's a... For anyone Googling giant pencils to buy giant pencils, that's a name changer. Now, I'm not saying I'm buying, I'm starting that business, but I certainly have a domain name. So if you're interested in giant pencils... Give me a call. All right. Finally, thanks for tuning in. As you've heard, if you've been listening the last couple episodes, I'm trying to ramp up, do some more episodes, maybe weekly or biweekly. Um, so tune in for that. You can find this podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be downloaded iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, um, everywhere. So if you want to see all those places, you visit my website, jasonflorida.com slash podcast dash two. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Jason of Florida. And I think LinkedIn as well. Yeah. And you can contact me via email at contact at jasonofflorida.com. And lastly, I want to thank um, SiteGround. Uh, if you want to support my podcast, the best way you could do that is by getting yourself some amazing uh, hosting stood up. And you can do that by going to SiteGround.com forward slash go forward slash Jason Florida. I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.